Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. John Lake made a very interesting statement. He was mightily anointed of God, used of the Spirit, 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 Spirit of God. He says electricity is God's power in the natural realm and the Holy Ghost power is God's power in the spiritual realm. Well, in the natural realm, electricity is a power, isn't it? But yet, just every, every kind of a metal doesn't conduct electricity, will it? Well, evidently, in the spiritual realm, then, there is this mighty power of God, but every kind of something doesn't conduct it. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today, we continue the series, The Healing Anointing by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. Amen. All right. And so the diseases did what? Departed from them. And what else happened? The evil spirits went out of them. The diseases departed and the evil spirits went out. Went out of them. That means he left them. Both depart and went out means he left them. Praise God. Just like when, when this service is over, you're going out of here. Amen. Amen. Are you going to depart? Either one of them. Very, very interesting. What caused the diseases to depart? What caused the evil spirits to go out of them? Well, God did. We know that because he said... And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. How did God do it by his hands? By anointing him? By anointing him? How did God do it? Do you have something about Jesus never claimed to do any miracles himself? Do you have something about that? Turn with me for just a moment to the 14th chapter of John's Gospel and let's look at some things Jesus said. Very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Let's notice here that Jesus said in the fourth verse, And whether I go, you know, in the way, you know, Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. From henceforth ye know him and have seen him. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficed us. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father, and how sayest thou, then show us the Father? Now notice this tenth verse particularly. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. Now notice. But the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. In other words, he said, I don't do the works. You know, not as a human being. It's not me that's doing it. The Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth. Now, how did the Father that dwelleth in him do the works? How God, well, you could put Father there, anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed. That's the way he did them. And God wrought. How did God wrought? Or how did God work these special miracles by the hands of Paul? See? By anointing him. God is a spirit. By anointing him. Spirit. 
power anointing. You notice all are synonyms. You notice all those words used in relative to the anointing or the Spirit. Again, that fourth chapter of Luke. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him throughout all the country. He came into the synagogue, went into, on the Sabbath day. The book of Isaiah was delivered unto him. He found a place where it's written, The Spirit of the Lord's upon me because he's anointed me. Power, Spirit, anointing. Power, Spirit, anointing. Now then, let's notice then that, uh, another fact. This, uh, this anointing that God anointed Jesus with, which is the Spirit, which is power, this anointing, evidently the very clothes he wore absorbed that anointing. Because that, that, that multitude of people in Gennesaret just, just sought to touch the hem of his garment. Not him, his garment. That means the clothes he wore. That means this outer garment. The hem of it. And as many as it touched him were made perfectly whole. So then that garment must have been full of that power as well as him. <laughs> Amen. Oh, you see? Do you know what I mean? That, that, that garment has absorbed this. Then there's something about this power that it can be absorbed or it can be, uh, you know, in, 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 in certain materials. God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul so that from his body were brought handkerchiefs or aprons. Why not bring rocks? Always get a little pebble somewhere, couldn't you? Huh? Why not a piece of glass? John Lake made a very interesting statement. He was mightily anointed of God, used of the spirit, 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 spirit of God. He says electricity is God's power in the natural realm and the Holy Ghost power is God's power in the spiritual realm. Well, in the natural realm, electricity is a power, isn't it? But yet, just every, every kind of a metal doesn't conduct electricity, will it? Well, evidently, in the spiritual realm, then, there is this mighty power of God, but every kind of something doesn't conduct it. But evidently, cloth will. Because Jesus' garment evidently absorbed that power. Amen. I said amen. amen. And then these claws and handkerchiefs evidently absorbed that power. Or in other words, this power flowed out of Paul into those handkerchiefs and saturated them. Evidently the, the garment of Jesus was saturated with that power. So these claws and handkerchiefs that Paul laid his hands on were saturated with that power or that anointing. And then, as they were taken to the sick and laid on their bodies, evidently that power then was, was transmitted or transferred then to the body and surcharged the body. And then the diseases departed and the evil spirits went out of them. Now, you know, the, uh, the modernists have said that it's superstition. The modernists and the materialists have said, talking about these claws or handkerchiefs and the garments of Jesus, that it's just superstition. That it's just a matter, you know, of superstition. But it's not. It's a Bible fact. It happened just like the Bible said it happened. Amen. It happened just exactly like the Bible said. 
Praise God. For God said concerning his word, the psalmist old said, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. And God's word said it. I believe it, and that settles it. Hallelujah. Now then, here's another fact then. Let's study about this anointing. I mean, I've always wanted to and never have. Praise God. Uh, let's look at another. You know, you, you, you hit some high spots in ministering sometimes because along this line. But let's notice one more fact then about this power. Just like I said, uh, John Lake said, made the observation that, uh, that electricity is God's power. You see, it's natural power. It's here in the, in the realm of nature. And it's God's power in the natural realm, but Holy Ghost power is God's power in the spiritual or supernatural realm. Well, electricity, you see, is, uh, is transmitted from one place to another under certain conditions, certain rules, and certain laws. Isn't it? Amen. And under wrong conditions and wrong laws and wrong metals will not conduct or transmit electricity. Won't do it. So by the same token, you would, you would have to come to the conclusion that the healing power of God is transmittable. But that there are certain laws, there are certain rules, or there are also certain fabrics, we might say, you know, that will certain things that will conduct that power. Amen. Now it's very interesting, very interesting to notice something else while we're talking about this. If you had turned back to Second uh, Kings 13, 20 and 21, Here's a very interesting incident that has to do that has to do with the power of God has to do with anointing has to do with a man a prophet by the name of Elisha 13th chapter of 2nd Kings Now 13th chapter of 2 Kings. I want you to notice this fact that uh, you know this, I think, that the prophet is anointed by the Spirit of God to stand in the office of the prophet. Men, in other words, are anointed. Here's the same word again, anointed by the Spirit of God to stand in the office of prophet. Now then, for instance, let's go back for just a moment to pick up the trend of thought to the First Kings, the 19th chapter. First Kings, First Kings. Let's start reading in this 19th chapter with a 15th verse. Pick up a, a, a thread of thought here. And the Lord said unto him, now that's unto Elijah, go return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when thou comest, anoint Haziel to be king over Syria. Now he would anoint him with oil, with olive oil, but you see that oil is a type of the spirit. That means now, because he's 
told by God to anoint him with oil, that the Holy Ghost is going to come on him then and anoint him to be king of Israel. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the newly released four-CD series, The Healing Anointing by Kenneth E. Hagan. In this series, Kenneth E. Hagan examines the healing anointing at work in Jesus' ministry. He explains the difference between receiving healing through the anointing and receiving healing through faith in God's Word. And he shows us how to tap into God's healing power to get it flowing and working in our bodies. Get this series for just $28 and we'll include the Healers in Your House book by Ken Hagan absolutely free. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Oh, it's coming up. Your Kindle the Flame. That's right. September 27th through 29th. Yes. Early bird registration through September the 15th. Yes. You can go to rhema.org slash KTF. Register right there online. That's right. You're going to have Patsy Caminetti, Donna Pickens, and Susan Rich, and, and yourself. Myself. Yes. It is going to be a great time. Ladies, you want to be there? Hello, come on down. Attention ladies, the Kindle the Flame Women's Conference is fast approaching. Have you made your plans yet to be here? Well, what are you waiting on? Go online now to rhema.org and register for this dynamic conference this September 27th through 29th. Featuring conference host Lynette Hagan, Patsy Caminetti, Donna Pickens, and Susan Rich. It's girl time and God time. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Go to rhema.org now. Go to www.rhema.org now. Make plans to join us next week at this same time and station for more of this series by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week here on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.